Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, everyone. You are listening to The Narrators. Today's story comes from comedian, actor, and podcaster David Borey. This story was recorded live outdoors at Buntport Theater. The theme of the show was Confessions. I don't know why he told you I was nervous. I wasn't necessary at all. You you wouldn't have known. I'm a professional. Okay. This is my confession. I thought we were just supposed to confess stuff to. I didn't do anything more creative than that. Uh, So I'll start a bit about me. I I wrote that. Uh, This is going weird. (laughs) Uh, No, the point is I have moved around a lot in my life. I think more than most people. Uh, Until I was 14 years old, I lived in a different apartment every single year. Uh, During school, in the 12 years of organized school, I went to 10 different schools. I've been around a lot of different places, a lot of different people. Motorcycle! (laughs) He's my friend. Uh... Yeah, I've been around a lot of places. I've been around a lot of different people. I never really was comfortable growing up with myself because of how many different situations I was in. I also ended up uh, leaving home early. I left home when I was 16. And then I started living even weirder places. And the stakes got higher. It went from like a new apartment to sleeping on somebody's couch or in the park behind work or in my car behind work. I was... (laughs) living a very strange life. And I always felt uncomfortable. I never felt like I found my place in the world until I moved to San Francisco when I was 23 years old. And I got to that place and it was the first time in my entire life I ever felt like I was somewhere that I belonged. I became, I came to know myself in a way that I never had because I was comfortable enough to be free with all the people around me. I settled into a good group of friends. I started doing comedy, and I moved into a house that would eventually change my life called the Sylvan House. It was a giant Victorian house in San Francisco. It was three stories. Uh, People lived in bedrooms. They lived in closets in bedrooms. They lived in closets under the stairs. (laughs) They lived in the kitchen. I lived on the couch for three years, which is too long for a grown man, but... You know, I learned, I learned who I was there. I was so free. I w- it was the only time in my whole life that I felt like I was sharing all of me with everyone around me, especially my friend Andrew. Andrew Moore is probably the best friend anyone has ever been to me in my entire life. He lived in the Sylvan House, and he basically took care of me for three years. Uh, if I couldn't afford food, he would buy me food. Uh, He would buy me drugs if I couldn't afford drugs. And he would help me out of sticky situations. And we got into a lot 
of sticky situations. I have some written down, don't worry. Uh, there was the night that we decided to mix Adderall with Carlo Rossi, and I ended up awake for three days. He held my hand during the entire come down. Good fucking guy. <laughs> there was also the night we took acid from a stranger in front of a bar called Dirty Trick Saloon at three o'clock in the morning. Once again, while peeking on said acid, I watched the Joaquin Phoenix movie, I'm Still Here, and I had an emotional breakdown and started crying about my mom. Andrew was there for that. Another time, I got intoxicated and was caught peeing on the side of our house by the police. Andrew sweet-talked me out of the back of the cop car. He's an amazing person. You can clap for him. He's the best guy I've ever met. And throughout that whole time living in San Francisco, I shared everything with him. Uh, he knows all my deepest, darkest secrets. The time I had sex with an unhoused woman, he was there. He knows everything about me except for this one thing that I have never <laughs> confessed until just now. Uh, I'll explain. One night, we had been partying like you do uh, in... I was asleep on my couch. Andrew was asleep in his bed. And uh, Andrew woke up late at night, and he grabbed what he thought was a Gatorade bottle filled with Gatorade. He opened it up. He took a huge swig, and it was urine. It was pee. It was, it was someone's pee. And uh, he screamed, and he yelled, and he said, who the fuck did this? Who would do this? Why does anybody do this thing to me? And I was on the couch, and I was like, I don't know what happened. I don't know how this could have happened. And I never told him who it was. And over the years, multiple people have stepped up and claimed it was them. This girl, Steph, after they broke up, said that she peed in the Gatorade bottle. And I was like, yeah, man. It was, uh, it was fucking Steph. <laughs> Love hurts. And uh, over the years, he's done the detective work. He has come to me maybe, at this point, 12 different times, and he said, listen, David, I've done all the math. I've looked at all the angles. It could only be your pee. <laughs> he's like, I... I still love you, we'll still be great friends, but I just need to know whose pee I drank. <laughs> and for seven years now, I have been adamant about the fact, no, it wasn't, hey, listen, bro, you know how, I wish it was my pee. I wish you drank my pee. That would be hilarious if you drank my pee, but it wasn't my pee, I don't know whose pee it was. And uh, you know, we're coming out of a pandemic, new year, new me. So I think it's time to admit it. Uh, in the case of the pee jug of 2012, it was David Borey. I did it. I peed in that jug. Thanks. I'm not going to tell him, though. So you guys don't either. I appreciate it. Keep it going. One more time for David Borey. Oh. Now, David, did I tell you that this is uh, for a podcast? <laughs> I'm just kidding. We'll talk later.
Narrators is produced by me, Aaron Rollman, and Ron Doyle, with help from Karen Wachtel, Jesse Witten, Scott Carney, and Sydney Crane. Our music is by Gabby Gutierrez-Reed and Kevin Matthews. Special thanks to our sponsors, Buntport Theatre Company, Illegal Pete's, Juana Brands, and Great Divide Brewing Company. We'll be back next week with a new episode. If you're in Denver, please join us for one of our live shows, which take place on the third Wednesday of every month. For more information about the live show or past episodes of this podcast, you can click on the link in our show notes or visit our website, thenarrators.org. Thanks for listening. Thank you.